What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Oh, yeah, here it is. Another Tuesday, three in a row with Chair Shot Radio, musical chairs with David Ungar and Patrick O'Dowd. Dave, Dave, sir. No, no applause I, for I us. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. I had a line. You, you, you stepped on it because I was like, Dave, we did it. <laughs> we did it. That's right. We did it. We did it. Good for us. Three consecutive shows. That's a streak. That's a streak. However, however, the streak ends next week. That's right. Unfortunately, the streak will end at three with Dave and Patrick uh, because... I will be in the middle of a parking lot handing out keys to a bunch of young adults moving back onto their campus after a summer away. Busiest week of my year starts actually tomorrow. I will be uh, I'll be working on a Sunday. This in bandwagoners we're recording this one on a Saturday. Told you before we went on the air. I'm even going to the office a little bit today as well on this Saturday. It's just, it's every day this week is balls to the wall, work late, get it done. And then once we get past Saturday and the students are here, that is when we rest at, at the lovely university of Massachusetts, where I work. It's a very exciting time. Um, it's a, it's a great set of days, those days when, when the kids come, and move in. There's always just a lot of excitement from families as people show up. They're feeling really good about their school. They're ready to get back, see their friends, uh, or come to the campus for the first time. And and it's it's kind of sappy for me to say it, but it is a little magical uh, for those students because it's just a, a positive experience. But on the back end, the behind the scenes folk are working their asses off. They're exhausted, and those three days are the culmination. Uh, of all of that hard work and and that's both the good and the bad the struggles and the successes so that um it's gonna be a good time how have you been man what is going on with david on guard just uh staying busy this week had to actually go to fresno for a day and which is always a fun trip um but yeah other than that i mean i'm glad you kind of followed up with the explanation when you started off saying Next week, I'm going to be standing in the middle of a parking lot. It's like, uh, okay, I wonder what, where we're going with this. But your story ended up much better. Uh, it's, it's just, it's busy. Today's busy. 
um, having a surprise party. I didn't even know. I knew we were having a party. I didn't realize it was a surprise party until last night my, when my wife's talking to me. I was like, wait, this is a surprise party? She's like, yeah. I was like, I'm glad I didn't ruin the surprise. So, you know, at least I got that going for me. Yeah. Well done. Well done. And uh, I just want to, you know, I want to thank you uh, for holding the fort down over at Bandwagon Nerds, too, while, while I'm on the air here. Yes, uh, you know, I've been missing those as well. I'll be, uh, I won't be on uh, yesterday's edition of Bandwagon Nerd. So I'm thanking you before the show is recorded, after the show is dropped. So it's like a future thank you for the work you're going to do that you haven't done yet. Sounds very fourth dimensional. It really does. Very much. And by the way, everyone, I forgot to say that you are listening to Chairshot Radio Musical Chairs here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. The Chairshot.com. Always use your head. And as I'm sitting here staring at my soundboard, I should switch back to the Chairshot Radio sound soundboard as I was on the Bandwagon Nerd soundboard. And there's some just not not connected. Uh, sound bites there for for us to play. So I, I want to stay with that. We uh, we I had a lot of fun last week. I know you were very excited about last week's episode, talking tool in, in particular from my selection. I have not had a chance to listen to the band. I have already forgotten the name of, even though I listened to the podcast on Tuesday when it dropped. Oh, Volt Volbeat. That's what it is, Volbeat. Uh, but. It, it was uh, it was fun to go like just hearing the clips. I could see myself appreciating them and know that I should really give that one a listen. I am assuming it's never a bad time for David Ungar to listen to some Tool. Never, absolutely never. It, it, it's it's there's never a wrong time to rock or listen to Tool. So John That's Cena right. would be proud of us. Very good, very good. That is that is true. Now here's the thing. This week it is my turn to go first because you went first last week. Uh, I'm willing to bet uh, this week we are not going to cross over. Not that we have crossed. We've only crossed over one time. And that was when we both were going to pick Metallica. And it was basically a race to see who was going to pick Metallica first. And we ended up just jointly discussing the band when you, you technically your turn won out. Uh, I'm going to the 90s this year or, or this time around, Dave. Uh, uh, what about you? What decade are you hitting? before you and you know you're gonna announce your band later so um mostly mostly the 80s although they're still active so you know i guess that counts for something but they hit their prime in the 80s so yeah going back to my wheelhouse a little bit here right both of us going to kind of our 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 20s and 30s for uh for our musical tastes and that'll be a lot of fun but before we get into all of that we do need to take our first commercial break because that's how this show works i'm going to Drop everybody uh, off with a with a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to dig right in with my choice this week for musical chairs here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Musical Chairs. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ongar here talking music, things that we love, music that formed the men that we are today. And this week, Dave, I gotta I gotta admit that my choice this week is sort of a prisoner of the moment selection because I only own two albums by this band. They they made six, but I've listened to two. Um, and it, I I don't know if there's any way that I can describe this band other than the most 90s of 90s bands you could imagine. They got their start in 1991, hit it big with their debut album and some hit, well, one hit in particular off that album, um, but had a couple of other songs that did well. But this band, well, I'll just say it. It's the Spin Doctors. I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan of the Spin Doctors for years and years and years. but. If I were to if I were to describe this band, and it's funny because I looked up how they were described in genres, and this makes a lot of sense. The the three genres that were described for the Spin Doctors were pop rock, alternative rock, eh, and funk rock. And I actually buy the funk rock argument, and I'm going to tell you as I describe my two songs because if you listen to particularly the uh, the uh, the pocketful of kryptonite album, which is the one that made them huge, had the song Two Princes that you couldn't escape, uh, no matter where you were on the radio in 1991, you were gonna hear Two Princes left and right. You would also hear Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Those were like the two big ones. But the rest of the tracks on that album, and then their subsequent album, Turn It Upside Down, which is the other one that I own, are are very heavily influenced, and you can hear it very heavily influenced by funk. Strong bass lines, um, you know, it's kind of a, a driving drum beat. They, you know, pretty solid lead guitar and a distinctive voice, uh, the voice of Chris Barron, that that really guided that band. And and mo- there, there's albums, as you listen to them, they sound like jam sessions. They sound like funk albums. And so before I go go into the the two songs I picked. Uh, what do you know about the Spin Doctors, Dave? What What are your thoughts? Because I got a little bit of fun trivia about them too. I did I did a little research this week on the band. So what What do you think of my choice of the Spin Doctors before I regale you with the two to- two tunes I want you to pick? 
It's uh, it, it, well, I mean, I don't know a ton about him other than you know the two princes album. I I do remember that being pocket full of kryptonite. Yeah, pocket sure. full of kryptonite. Little Miss can't be wrong. Probably the song that I prefer more than pocket full of kryptonite. But I remember they kind of, I mean, they they like you're saying they were everywhere for a while, and you're talking ninety one. So something else happened in ninety one, I believe, that kind of just. Why you know re reshape the landscape? Isn't that when Nevermind comes out in '91, right? Right, '91 is a huge year for music. Uh, Nevermind comes out. Uh, Pearl Jam puts out their first album. Metallica's Black album was in '91. Soundgarden uh, kind of come out as well. At that yeah, point. there there's a there's a meme that shows like all these like grunge hit and grunge was huge, right. but on the pop circuit. Spin Doctors and Hootie and the Blowfish yeah. and like that sound was that was the stream of consciousness. Like you, you would see it in movies and on television shows. You would hear the Spin Doctors. You would hear you would hear these pop artists. And what was really interesting to me is that the Spin Doctors actually the front they they started in New York City. They were originally called the Trucking Company. Because the band was actually a side project for another artist. Do you know who that artist was? No. He would go on to focus on his very popular 90s band. A guy by the name of John Popper created the trucking company as a side project before leaving the trucking company to focus on his more famous band and his sweet, sweet harmonica, Blues Travel. So John Popper leaves the trucking company to become Blues Traveler. The trucking company replaces him uh, with Chris Barron as the lead vocals there uh, and some some other uh, another guitarist uh, to take on the lead. They change their name to the Spin Doctors. They put out the album Pocketful of Kryptonite. Two Princes hits the airwaves, becomes huge, becomes this mega hit for them, and they're off and running. Now, the band has gone through lineup changes left and right, but they they've made albums as late as recently as 2013 so it's been a while it's been about a decade um you know but uh pocketful of kryptonite is 30 years old today uh we are now you know 1991 and here we are 2022 it's 31 years old it's that's kind of mind-blowing it makes me feel old and the story of this band and how they were able to hang on and keep together because i talked about chris barron's voice and he was very very just you know had this very distinct voice and sound that people know he lost his voice. He suffered from a very rare vocal per, vocal cord paralysis condition in 1999. They didn't think he was going to be able to sing anymore. Uh, but he recovered from that, and they continued to make music, uh, like I said, as late as 2013. They did a tour of, uh, in 20, uh, 2011 to celebrate the 20-year anniversary of uh, pocket full of kryptonite and they still like they do in this 90s nostalgic touring to this day uh, they did recently get rid of their bassist their longtime bassist mark white uh left the band in tw- january 2022 because he refused to receive the covid19 vaccine so the band continues to to go out there and play their music is still on soundtracks left and right uh you can hear it all over the place and, and anytime there's something that goes back to the nineties, you will, uh, you will inevitably come across the spin doctors. Yeah. They're like, I mean, gosh, we could do a whole episode on 1991 and how that, that year just changed music completely. You could. But, 
But I do, I mean, I distinctly remember that album coming out and them getting a, a ton of airplay. Uh, and it just right. was like, it was like, you know, you had everything going on with the grunge on one side and then you still had bands like Spin Doctors on the other. And Metallica was somewhere, you know, in the middle of all that uh, in 91. But but yeah, I mean, I, I haven't checked out a ton of their stuff. I, I do distinctly remember that one record. Um, absolutely. Right. Because like you said, it was everywhere. Yeah. Um, and their follow-up album in 94, Turn It Upside Down, it had a couple of mo- minor hits on it. Uh, a song that I really like, I mean, it's not the one I'm going to pick, but a song that I really like on there is called Cleopatra's Cat. And it's this kind of jazzy sound in tune with, like, where where uh, Baron is is scatting uh, for part of it. Like, it's a, it's a very interesting little tune. Um but yeah, so what I did is I decided to go with their two most famous albums and pick tracks off of their two most famous albums that people probably don't listen to. The first one screams funk influence, and it is called Shinbone Alley slash Hard to Exist. And it opens with a really sweet blues riff with a baseline fall, uh, a baseline following behind it that is just outstanding. Um, and it actually is the last track on the pocket full of kryptonite album. And it's just such a great way to finish the finish the album. It's, it's a nice little capper to that, to that album and 1000% worth the time and the effort to, uh, to look up and listen to. Uh, the other tune is kind of a complete departure and completely different than the, the sort of the funk, uh, sound that you would hear um, in most of their music. And it's on the Turn It Upside Down album, and it's called Indifference. Uh, and it's a little bit more introspective, uh, lo- very much a more slow-moving, more ballady sort of sound, a uh, song that uh, I, you know, it, it just, it, it feels so different that it, it really stands out in the in in the um, in the album, and so those those are my two. And what I really hope this does is get people to take a listen to some of these non big time tracks and recognize that this band was a little bit more than Two Princes, Pocketful of Kryptonite, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Uh, they had a lot of talent and skill, and I. You know, I, I love them to death. And they're they're a band that is very easy to be like, I just want something that makes me feel good while listening to the music. And you put on Pocket Full of Kryptonite. And even when Little Miss Can't Be Wrong, which is laying out lyrics that are very visceral and mean, uh, the song itself is very poppy and happy and peppy. And it's great. I love songs like that. So um, Spin Doctors, that's my choice this week musical chair uh, i mean why didn't you pick big fat funky booty i mean there's there's a song title for you but it uh, is it's a great song too <laughs> it's you said indifference huh so that's yeah okay indifference i wanted something a little more low-key got yeah. this it's it's the way he sings it it's it's good i may actually listen to that on the way into the office after this podcast so, i mean i've got uh, a lot of fun i've got a running list of bands that i want to add to my playlist spin doctors is on there that's for sure i don't i don't have a lot of their stuff yet but i need to add more to it but yeah they're they're you know one of those bands that 
I guess you could almost, there weren't really a one hit wonder, more like a lot of people call them a one album wonder, I guess, which yeah, probably, I would, I would which probably isn't fair, but uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. I'm definitely looking forward to, to checking out these two songs and, and expanding my spin doctor's knowledge. Gr- good call though. I mean, there, there's one that's definitely not, not on a lot of people's radar. So that's awesome. Like I said, try, I, I really have been trying hard to, to stay off the beaten path when it comes to some of these bands. Like I like mixing in bands I love and everybody knows with bands I love and might be able to, to expand some, some stuff out a little bit. So happy to do that. And I think that's a, that's a good place to end our conversation on the spin doctors. So we're going to take our second commercial break in a moment before we go to our recorded commercials. It is my duty to remind you that if you enjoy musical chairs, if you enjoy the work we do on the ChairShot Radio Network here at thechairshot.com, and you want to support us, the best way to do that is to rep the brand by heading over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot and investing in one of our ChairShot Radio t-shirt designs. We have colors, all kinds, all kinds of colors, all kinds of slogans and sayings and logos, everything you would want, everything chairshot.com in this one location. Shirts are reasonably priced at $19.99, but if you're feeling fancy, you want something that feels nice on your giblets, spend a few dollars more, get that everyone hates Greg shirt in soft style, your skin will thank you in the, in the end. We love bringing you quality content each and every day. And the best way to help us keep putting this on your internet air, this sort of content on your internet airwaves is to get over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in a shirt. As Christopher Platt would say, please and thank you. Thank you and please. When we come back, Dave's choice this week for musical chairs here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, part of the chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Well, I talked about the Spin Doctors. Dave said he's going all the way back to the 80s to give you a band this week. So without further ado, Mr. Ungar, the floor is yours. Yeah, so this band actually formed, I guess, in 77, which was earlier than I thought that they actually formed. Uh, But they did not hit their stride and got super popular until the 80s. And, I mean, these guys are synonymous with 80, I guess... You kind of call them a hair band, but not really. They're I, I wouldn't. I, they're a little bit different than the typical hair metal bands from the '80s. But my pick this week is uh, Def Leppard. So okay, I know, and I know okay, you. Okay, all right. I know you've heard of these guys, Pat. I think somewhere along the way, uh, uh, a vaguely familiar band. <laughs> vaguely familiar. Um, I I picked them because when you know looking into bands and doing like research and their and their story is of course it's 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 like everybody knows it, but then like nobody really knows a lot of the details because you know, like the peripheral stuff that happened with, uh, with Rick Allen and, and Steve Clark and that sort of thing. But you know, there's a, there's a bigger aspect to the band. You know, they came out in, in the eighties. They, they caught fire with uh pyromania, which, you know, took a while, you know, that was the, of course the album that they broke through and, 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 you know, became a, a massive mega hit. 
Um, you know, High and Dry, one of the songs I, I'm going to pick is off of High and Dry. That one kind of, you know, bringing on the heartbreak kind of broke them into the mainstream consciousness and Pyromania with Photograph um, and, and Rock of Ages and that sort of thing just made them huge. And then in between that and Hysteria was, of course, Rick Allen's huge accent, which I, I didn't I didn't really realize, you know, what I discovered in doing this is that the whole accident takes place because like Rick Allen's driving a Corvette, some Alfa Romeo passes him. And he tries to pass him back, and this Alfa Romeo keeps speeding up, and he takes a corner way too fast, flips his car in the field. Um, we know he loses his uh, his left arm cut off at the shoulder. I did not know that they actually reattached his arm. They found it, reattached it, and it just didn't take. There was the risk of the infection was too great, and they had to get you know sever it again. And they were worried about his right arm, um, but. You know, Rick Allen's got to be one of the more inspiring drummers of all time because, you know, he could and most what 90 percent of drummers would say, Shit, I lost one of my arms. It's over. Uh, he didn't let that stop him. You know, he learned how to play uh, with using a pedal to mimic what would he what he would do with his left hand. Um, and it, and it listening to him explain it, it was great. He's like, it's all in my head. It's all this knowledge. He goes, I just have to transfer it to a different body part, which I mean, I've played rock band and play the drums on there i can't do that let alone transferring that to a different body part um so you know they had that and like it's interesting like hysteria i I mean and i remember when hysteria came out and like woman was the first song that came out and uh and it, it didn't exactly catch fire and then pour some sugar on me came out and the rest was history you know then hysteria came out i did you know a couple things like about pyromania pat that i didn't realize is that the only reason that record wasn't number one was because this other sort of popular record was number one for that entirety of its run. Any here's trivia on my end. Any idea what that record might have been? Uh, I I do not know. This little record called Thriller by Michael Jackson. Oh well, yeah, you weren't winning shit. <laughs> no, no, but Pyromania was number two forever. Um, I believe like it and kind of like. In your wheelhouse, the uh, Freddie Mercury tribute at Wembley Stadium, Def Leppard opened for Queen, I think. So it's true. Brian May has a lot of respect for this band, and he talked about about that. Um, you know, and of course, you know, they went through the tragedy with Steve Clark, one of their longtime guitars, who just basically drank and drugged himself to the bottom of oblivion, and uh, a tragic situation. But but they're still going. They're still touring. They're still going strong out on the road with Motley Crue, allegedly, apparently blowing Motley Crue off the stage every night, which doesn't seem that hard at this stage of the game. But I digress. Um, but yeah, they've been they've been around forever. They, uh, the two songs that I'm going to pick, one of them's off the High and Dry album. It's not bringing on the heartbreak, but it's got one of the best intros that I know of a Def Leppard song. And just one of my favorite songs is called Let It Go. I'm sure, you know, probably everybody's heard that. The other one I'm picking is off, you know, they did Hysteria. Steve Clark died. They did Adrenalize, which had some definitely good songs on there. Then they kind of went in a weird, like sort of funky avenue with slang. And then they kind of came back with this album called Euphoria. And the song Promises off of Euphoria is the second song I'm going to put on here. It's been called the photograph of the 90s for this band. And it definitely returned them. You can hear you can hear elements of pyromania and hysteria in promises. So I think it's a, it's a song you really like, but yeah, they're a fascinating band longevity. You know, these guys 
partied their brains out, Pat. I mean, absolutely. Some of the they stories, sure did. some of the stories are nuts. Like what they, was, they got some, they got some Motley Crue level party stories out there. So yeah, stuff going on behind the stage, under the stage while, while uh, Joe yeah. Elliott and, uh, and Rick Allen were doing stuff on stage, stuff going on under the stage was, Oh my God, you know, we won't repeat that right. here, but it, it's, it's fun to listen to. That's for sure. So yeah. Def Leppard, one of the most renowned bands of the 80s and kind of the 90s as well, a little bit, still going strong to this day. Um, they're my pick this week. I got to tell you, both the bands we picked uh, this week are making their hay on those remember the 80s and 90s decade tours, like the Spin Doctors in particular. Like I could see the Spin Doctors like doing a tour with kind of like the one I went when I saw the Barrack Naked Ladies, like the Gin Blossoms and the Goo Goo Dolls are with them or something. And they're they're doing a, a you know a triple headlining show and casinos everywhere and middle aged men like myself and women are hanging out, you know rocking out of there and you know taking up a notch, yeah you know, like Def Leppard freaking who I don't even who are they touring with these days Poison or, uh, they're with they're with Motley uh, Crue I think Poison might be Motley with them, Crue, but I know it's yeah. Motley Crue is one of them like and those those concerts have been a big revival for a lot of bands like this because not every band that was big back in those decades can sell a tour on their own. And that's not a knock on Def Leppard by any stretch of the imagination. Pour some sugar on me is a karaoke house staple, man. Like inevitable death taxes and somebody singing pour some sugar on me at the local bar. If karaoke night is happening. So it's not that it's not that those bands can't sell out smaller venues you know, given where they are, but they put that, they put together those super tours with those, those trios and you get packed houses. You can fill arenas, whether it's a small arena, like Mohegan sun in Connecticut, where I tend to go to a lot of my concerts, um, to, you know, some of the bigger venues, like the festival tour sort of stuff, like the open air stadiums, that sort of deal. That, that is, that is a good place for those bands and they continue to do it. And Def Leppard is definitely one of those. Ario Speedwagon does it all the time with like sticks journey. and uh, Chicago and journey. They'll, they'll do those in journey. Yeah, absolutely. So good pick, man. Excellent pick. Classic pick. Can't go wrong with Def Leppard. You just can't. No, I think, you know, I think, I don't know what you think. They seem to me like a little underrated. I, I would have to put them, if you ask me, underrated, overrated, or properly rated. I'd say a little underrated because they kind of got, well, they got typecast in that whole hair metal thing, but they are a different sort of sound, I think. Well, and they're a band that, again, you play you play a tune by them, and people will like, yes, oh my God, Def Leppard. And then they're all in, singing along. Yeah, they were, they were, rock gods right up there with anybody else in the 80s in particular a little bit into the 90s as you mentioned but definitely into the 80s so uh i find no fault i find excellent choice i feel like we have done a good job this week dave i'm happy i would i you know and i would go to see a tour with def leopard and spin doctors that would be an, actually a fun concert and a possible yeah, an and a little, possible one too right a little interesting contrast to styles but it would be it would be one worth checking out so 
All right, Dave, clocking in here at 30 minutes. Nice, quick, and easy little podcast, little little quick edition of Musical Chairs this week. Before we head on out of here, though, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the ChairShot Radio Network and out in the socials? Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G, and on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Regression. And of course, folks, send your hate tweets to at PC Tunney. And you can find me on the Chair Shot Radio Network every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Mondays, I'm doing Bandwagon Nerds with my buddy Dave here and PC Tunney. And then it seems to be a rotation as of late between Ray Cash and Aesop Mitchell. Uh, on Tuesdays, it's myself and Dave doing either Hockey Talk or Musical Chairs. And then on Wednesdays, I'm talking wrestling with Craig DeMarco and Miranda Morales on the Greg DeMarco Show. That's gonna. Uh, you can follow me on the socials at... Uh, on Twitter at Wrestling Realist, that is at W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Musical Chairs. Thank you everyone for listening, and we will see you not next week, but the week after you've been listening to Musical Chairs on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com.
single thing.